Overwrite Bananas Sports Podcast back again. Still breaking down divisions. Today we're going to give you the AFC East. Um, Will, got my boy Pac-Man with me here today again, of course. Pac, what's going on, buddy? Oh, not much. Same old, same old. It's hot, man. Yeah. It's getting hot. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Trying to stay uh, cool. It was it was 90, 90 some and humid here today in uh where I was at. Oh yeah, it was really hot today up here, so but but yeah, ready to break down this AFC East. It's an interesting division. Big big changes this year, I think, in the division. Yeah, a, a certain someone is no longer in this division, which makes for a lot of changes, I believe. I don't think we'll yeah, see it, the you Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's weird how like how much Different. I look at the team when I had him on there, but I didn't look at Tampa Bay that much better with him on there. It's... I know you, you're. It's interesting. <laughs> it is. I your noticed that. Tom, your whole Tom Brady thoughts have really have me a little little puzzled, but that's all good. <laughs> but yeah, the same as always. We'll, we'll break down the uh, each of the four teams. I'll, we'll do it in alphabetical order, just like we've been Buffalo, Miami, New England, and then then we'll finish with the Jets. But as always, we'll start off with our top five overall players for the. For the division, uh, regardless of position. So, AFC East top five. Who you got? Number five. I have Devin McCourty, the safety from the New England Patriots. Okay. I like it. Anything you want to add? Or no, no. Okay, I, I, he's one of the top safeties in the league, in my opinion. And he's okay. the better McCourty. If you want me to add that okay. to it. Fair enough. No, <laughs> no, no. not the Jason. Yeah. No, I got you. He definitely is the better of the brothers. No, no, no argument for me there. So I looked at this as I thought this was, in my opinion, it was a clear top four. And I thought the fifth player could have been one of a bunch of different guys. Okay. And the guy I settled on, who I'm not sure, even sure is the fifth player, but I wanted to throw him in there, was Devontae Parker. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I know, I know it's kind of a stretch and it, it might be a, a a semi-hot take, but if you look at what he did last year, he was awesome. Yeah, he was. He was. I mean, in, in multiple games, uh, he destroyed or, or, or dominated Stephon Gilmore in the one-on-one matchups. Man, top five. Oh, that's shocking. I know. It's a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> it, it probably is. I just want it to be a little controversial with this, and you know I'm yeah, no, That's a good hot take. Kind of a, so. a rooting interest in the Dolphins. But yeah, okay, Devontae Parker. I again, I said I could have had. I had about six different guys that I could have maybe put in this spot, but I I wanted to go with uh, Devontae Parker. All right, I like it. That's a good. That's interesting. I can't be mad at he's well. He is a very good receiver. So yeah, I mean he's he's I'm always had the, he's always had the talent. He just needed the right coach to get him to get it out of him. I think, and I yeah. believe Flores Flores was that guy. Yep, very underrated player. Yeah. So. Okay. So, All right. Starting off hot. I like it. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> give me, who you got for number four? I have Shaq Mason, the guard from the New England Patriots. Okay. So a lot of Patriots coming up on this list. I am so, so far. Oh my gosh, I was shocked when I did this top five. You're you're, you're not going to believe it, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean Shaq Mason. The, the offensive line is pretty good there in New England. I, they are. I, they I have two very good guards. So, yeah, I can't argue with you there. For number four, I have a newcomer to the AFC East, also wide receiver, Stephon Diggs. Wow. Oh, you are surprising me right now. <laughs> you, you know, I, I, my, my, my thoughts are, are high on Stephon Diggs. You know, when we yeah. were talking about the Vikings and how I think his loss is going to affect them, I think his loss is going to be huge. Or I'm sorry, his gain is going to be huge for Buffalo. I think it's going to help uh, Josh Allen out tremendously. I think it's going to open up a lot for John Brown. I just love the signing or the trade. I'm sorry. Yeah, I agree. And they didn't really give up much for him. Right. So. I mean, they John Brown was the number one receiver last year. I think we could both agree that he's not a number one receiver, correct? No, he no, he's not. I mean, he's a quick guy, good receiver, good player. Love to have him on your team, but he's not mm-hmm. your number one receiver. Yeah, he, and I think Stefan Diggs is going to be huge for this team. Yeah, I like I like the combination of Diggs, Brown, and Beasley. I kind of yeah, like I, that, though. I, I do. I think it's – I mean, if Allen plays good, they're, they're, they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Right. So who you got at three? 
I have Joe Tunney, the other guard of the New England Patriots. Oh, my gosh, already with the Patriots. <laughs> I got two offensive line. I, two guards oh in the top five? Come on. Oh, my God. They're two of the best guards in the league, though. It, <laughs> it blows my mind how good they, their offensive line was when I looked at this. They better uh, be good. They're both in their top – at least the top ten of guards in the league, and one of them, I believe, was top five, so – Okay, I mean, they're a good line. I'm not going to argue with you. They are a good line. I just, oh, you're, is, this, is this your New England Patriots list or what? Oh, my God. When I, you're going to go crazy when I say number one. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, so, maybe. Uh, okay. Wow. I'm, I am yeah, a little surprised by that. I, I, yeah, I'm like stuttering again. Uh, for number three, I have Tredavious White, the cornerback from the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Yeah, I believe that 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 he's one of the best corners in the league. Played great last year. Was a big part of their success, making it to the playoffs in Buffalo last year. Yeah. Okay, I have no problem with him being on the list. So yeah, I think he's a top he, five top five corner in the league. I believe. Yeah, he crossed. Uh, he crossed my mind. He almost made the list. I almost put him over McCordy. So, which I probably should have switched up the New England top oh, five here. Patriots. You 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 got to have somebody else at number two here. Different team, right? I do. I do. Okay. Good. It's uh, Jamal Adams, yeah. the safety from the Jets. Yeah. So. Okay. No argument with me there. Okay. Is that the same uh, player I have at number two, Jamal Adams? Yes. Yeah, he can't. He's one of the best safeties in football. I mean, there's nothing. There's really nothing bad I could say about the guy. So no, he's the best player on the Jets, and it's not even close. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, and I almost had him at number one. Yeah, and I did too. That's why I have no problem. I was really close to putting him at number one. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so I believe we'll have the same guy at number one. Who you got? I have uh, Gilmore as my number yeah. one. Yeah. And, 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 four and Patriots. Four out of five Patriots, that's crazy. And I don't even have him winning that many games. That blows my mind. Okay. It does. It, it's, <laughs> it, I mean, the offensive lineman, I, I, I got you. I can't argue with your offensive lineman. Yeah. But, and, and Gilmore. And Gilmore, I, Gilmore's great. Not a McCourty fan? He was a top safety no, last year. He, McCourty is on my my short list. He okay. made the list, but 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 right. he didn't. He was one of the guys I I was tossing around for number five. Okay, I I think yeah. there was a group of guys you can easily throw in here. Oh, so absolutely. you know what I mean. Like I don't think any. I think nobody made a really a crazy one. I was a little blown away by the Parker one, but yeah, Parker. Not mad at it either. I had a couple guys like I I written down that I could have went either way, I, but I I wanted to get Parker in there. I thought he. He was deserving. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. I really wanted to get White in there to have a representative from Buffalo. So, I should have, though. Yeah, I think White belongs in there, definitely. Yeah. Me too. If I – yeah, I you can't go wrong. So, he'd be number six for me or 5B or 5A, whatever Right, you want right. To say. I got you. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, the Bills so. are, are the, the best team in the division, right? Yeah, I don't think it's close. Right. With that being Maybe said, a little closer. yeah, uh, I don't know. We'll see. With that, with that being said, let's get to the Bills breakdown. Uh, Buffalo last year was uh, 2019 was 10 and six. Sean McDermott's the head coach, uh, 25 and 23, and over three seasons, and he's made two playoff appearances. The AFC East plays against the AFC West and the NFC West this year, which makes for interesting travel situations for these teams. You know? Yeah, it does. You know, it's it's generally easier for the East Coast teams to travel west than the West Coast teams is to travel east because of time differences and one o'clock games and that stuff. So these teams might fare a little bit better heading out west, but it's still interesting. We, Nevertheless, go when ahead. When we I'm get sorry. to Miami, I have a interesting little thing about their schedule. When we get to Miami, okay, something I found interesting. So good. Okay, so then looking at the Buffalo Bills schedule, what do you got? What's the record? I got ten and six. Okay. But I could – I had, originally when I did, I had him at 12-4. and four. I felt like I gave him too many wins. So when I redid, I had him at 10-6. and 10-6, and six, so just so. like last year. Yeah, let's just like – but I could see, like I said, I could see them winning more than that. Okay, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think I was originally at 10-6, and six, and then I'm like, nope, I got to give them one more win because they have to be one game better than last year. So I have them at 11-5. and five. Okay, fair enough. They probably should be one game better, at least with Diggs, at least one game better. That's what I was so. thinking with the with the New England not being as good and them having a couple extra players on Buffalo this year. I gave them one more win. 
Okay. That's fair enough. But yeah, I can't be mad at that. No. And, and either way, I mean, 10, 11, 12, it's all kind of the same. Uh, DraftKings uh, Sportsbook had the over-under set at eight and a half wins for them. So you really, have, yeah, you and I are both clearly over that. It's a low number. I thought so too. I thought it was a pretty easy over to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. You, have, you didn't have any Buffalo Bills in your top five, so maybe not. I, I know. <laughs> I was, I don't know. When I look at the team, I, we could talk about it now or we could wait till we start breaking them down a little more. But, like, nobody really stands out. They're just a good team. I yeah, don't know. no, fair enough. So. Fair enough. And, and, and I think White is clearly the, the best player on the team. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. But, okay, so uh, let's get into some overrated, underrated players. Who you got for overrated? I struggled with an overrated on this team because, like Me I said, I think they're all a bunch of good players. So I just went with the biggest name, and I went with uh, Norman, Josh Norman. Yeah. Maybe the most, most overrated player. I know because it, it's it, I'm I'm exactly the same player as you are. I mean I don't even know that he's really overrated anymore, but he's just a household name, like you said. But, yeah, and he falls in line with that coming over from another team thing that you don't like to do so much. But <laughs> I know, but I I agree. It was hard to find an overrated player. It was because everybody I feel is like either properly rated or underrated on the team. So right. I, it was tough. I, I wrote down two other names that I I was okay. just writing names down. I wrote Dawson Knox. The tight end, okay. I know that sounds ridiculous that he's overrated, but that's probably coming <laughs> from a, a fantasy standpoint, I guess. I don't know, but it, it, it seems silly. And the other one I wrote was Josh Allen. Okay. Which I know I know your love for Josh Allen, and I don't even think he's really overrated. I just wanted to write something down. Well, I had another player because when I looked at his rating, it surprised me at how low he was, and that's actually Tavarius White. Okay, as you have him as overrated? I, I thought about it because he's actually outside of the top 15 for the quarters last year, which oh, okay. surprised me. So surprised me a lot, but I think he's a lot better than that. So I, I don't think he's really overrated, but it just surprised me. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he is a little, maybe he does fit that bill a little then. Yeah. Good. But I didn't feel right putting him there because I'm a big fan of his. So I went with Josh Norman. Okay. No, that's, it's fair enough. I, I, I agree. Like I, I wrote Josh Allen down. I don't even really believe he's overrated, but I think at times he could be. Yeah, I I can see where you're doing that because he wasn't ranked very high either, so I I can see that. Yeah, and he gets he gets a lot of uh, away with a lot of things because of his legs. Mm-hmm. So it it kind of hides the fact that he isn't the most accurate passer of the football. Yeah, and he didn't have the greatest weapons around him last year, so he didn't. He didn't. It's amazing. But that was how... just. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's amazing how big of a difference one player will make, or we think can make, on that team. So, and I, and I do. I I don't dislike Josh Allen. I'm just throwing that out there that he's might not be as great as everybody thinks he's going to be. Okay, I can I can understand that. I can see that because people say he's probably the best quarterback in the division right now. But I think Sam Darnold could be right there behind him. So don't forget about Fitz. Fitz, I no disrespect to Fitz. He's just too inconsistent. No, I know. <laughs> I'm kidding. You get the uh, great Fitz, and then you get that really bad Fitz. Uh, yeah. Right. So. He likes to throw interceptions too. Sure, he does. Something in Tampa, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Hopefully, Brady okay, so will that water. Uh, I he might. <laughs> I don't know. I think still like Tampa a lot. But uh, <laughs> give me some underrated players or player on Buffalo. I got Micah Hyde as my underrated player. Okay. The safety. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, I was surprised. I, I, I. To be honest with you, I knew he was on the team, but I didn't realize how good he was. Last year, so yeah, to I, me he was I underrated. Had, I, I I like that a lot. I, I had him on my uh, my honorable mention top five player list as well. Okay. Yeah, I, I like that call. Yeah, who the, was he? Your underrated too, or no? No, 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 no. The guy I have is uh, the linebacker Tremaine Ed, Edmonds. Oh, okay. I like that call. I like that a lot. Yeah, I think he's going to develop into one of the best middle linebackers in the game. Yep. Most people don't know about him. I'm right there with you. Yeah, that was that was the guy I settled on. I, I thought it was pretty easy, actually. Yeah, he was on my short list, so I, I like him a lot. Yeah. And I, I originally had him as my breakout candidate, but then I'm like, no, nah, he kind of maybe I maybe broke out last year, maybe not. I don't know. So I, I changed him to underrated, but I could see him being your breakout though, because yeah, I could see yeah, that. It, it would have worked for both. Yeah, but yeah, I, I had another I, I had another guy. I, 
I thought could be a good breakout player, so I went with him instead. Okay. You'll never that, get that my pl- breakout player. I'll, I'll just go ahead and, and do it while I'm talking about it. The the guy I settled on was uh, defensive lineman Ed Oliver. Ooh, good call. Very good call. High, dra- high draft pick, underperformed. I mean, you can really only get up. Right. <laughs> from where he was last year. So I thought it was a, a fairly easy one. He was very disappointing last year. Yeah. Very, very disappointing. And on a, a, a defense that I think is pretty solid, if he could just make some plays, it, it's going to help the team out tremendously. I love that call. He's not my breakout, but he was on my list. I love that at all Oliver call. So Okay, so who you got? I got Josh Allen as my breakout. All right, I like it. Let's go. You know how I feel. He could be he's my sleeper MVP choice. Uh I'm just a big Josh Allen fan. I don't know what it is. I love the way he plays. He's got a big arm. He can he move. He... So Yeah, no, I, I, I know you're all in on Josh Allen yeah. and I love it. I knew you weren't going to be surprised when I put him as a no, breakout. No, that's, so. <laughs> that's great. So I, No, I, I mean, it, sleeper MVP is, is great. It's it's not going to happen, but it would be nice to see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. It probably won't, but that's why he's a sleeper. I mean, you never know. If, he goes, if they go 12 and 4, 13 and 3, maybe. Yeah, he would probably be in the consideration. He would have to be really, really good for him to be that. So Yeah, but he's going to have to put up Lamar Jackson-type numbers, though, to get in there. Oh, yeah. Just because of the two that are ahead of him, yeah, I agree. yeah, like like a thousand yards rushing and three thousand yards passing and thirty more touchdowns and interceptions. I don't know that he could do all that. Yeah, he's he might be the third best, the third option in the AFC. But then you know we put the NFC in there. Still got Russell Wilson and those guys. So sure, sure. So, but yeah, no, it's definitely possible. Okay, but uh, so fantasy sleeper, who you got for fantasy? I struggled with this one a little bit too. Um, I wind up settling on Devin Singletary. Uh, he came on a little bit late last year, I believe, but I, I don't feel 100% confident in that pick. So, no, I, I, I settled on the same guy, Devin Singletary. I believe he's a bit of a sleeper because he's a running back. He's a, he's an RB1, but nobody will look at him like that. Yeah. Do you think because people are going to look at Zach Moss as the RB1? I don't. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I guess Moss is going to take some away from him, but I guess that would be your your where you'd be scared about him. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that that's my. I like I said. I don't feel one hundred percent confident in it. But Devin no, Singletary. He was, he was the only guy I could even come up with, like at all. Yeah. yeah same here. Uh, he was my one of my sleepers last year too. So he gets yeah, the list no, years I, in a row. I like it. But yeah, good. Good stuff. Anything else you want to add about this Buffalo Bills team? Oh, man, let's see. Uh, besides Josh Allen, um, see, the O-line is below average. I didn't, I'm not a big fan of the O-line. Their defensive line I kind of like a lot with Oliver and Hughes, Trent Murphy. Right. I think they got a pretty good defensive line. Uh, their linebackers are good. Obviously, Edmonds is the best. But Milano and Klein aren't terrible. Uh, I like their DBs, Jadavious White, uh, Wallace. I really like Hyde a lot, so – and yeah. other safety player is pretty good too. Yeah, I agree. I, that's what I said. I said I think their secondary is their strongest unit overall. Yep. But I think they have a very good defense. I don't know if I'd call it a great defense yet. I think they still have to prove a little bit before they become, become a great defense. Yeah, I don't know if they got a lot of pressure on the quarterback last year, but I, I feel like they're missing that. That was my next my next thing I was going to say. They need Jerry Hughes and Mario Addison to bring some pressure on the quarterback. That was the yeah. the, the note I had written down next. Yeah, they need to get some more pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. Yep. And then I think that would help them take the step to be a great defense. So. Right. No, I, I agree. Yeah. And I also wrote uh, how much I like Diggs coming over to be the true number one receiver. It's going to help everybody. I like their receiving core a lot, actually. Me too. I think they had a a nice mixture. Absolutely. Yep. And I think Dawson Knox could be better with those guys with Diggs there now too. So I know you had him listen when you're overrated. I know it's ridiculous that I have him as overrated. (laughs) I I know it sounds silly, but a couple times last year, I remember watching and people were like, Dawson Knox, this I'm like, I don't know. Dawson Knox, really? I used him a lot in daily last year. Yeah. I mean, he's, (laughs) he's just, he, he was a rookie last year. I get it. But he plays hard, and he made some pretty good plays for them. So we'll see. He does, and I'm not. I'm not really knocking on him. I don't even really know that I believe that. I was just throwing a couple names out there. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. So, but yeah, I'm good on Buffalo. If you're ready to move on, 
Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I want to mention how they lost Frank Gore. But oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Frank Gore. I was going to bring him <laughs> up before. I forgot yeah. about him. You know that's my guy, so. Yeah, no, he's on <laughs> another one of these teams we're going to get to, soon. So. Yep. I got a hot take on that, but go ahead. All right, no, good. I like let's it. Go on let's, to Miami. Let's, let's, let's move down <laughs> south to Miami and check out those Dolphins. Okay, so last year, Dolphins finished uh, 5-11 and record. Brian Flores was uh, rookie head coach last year. 5-11 and was his only – uh, record, obviously, and it's entering the second season. Uh, same thing, schedule. They'll be going out west a lot. I know you had something you wanted to talk about about their schedule, so go ahead. I, I think it's interesting and pretty cool that they play the Chargers and the Rams back-to-back in L.A. Like, that, yeah, that, that's a good break for them. So That's funny, though. That it is it, – they'll obviously the, – the, the Chargers and Rams game are home games, though. Oh, never mind that. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You confused me for a second. I'm like, wait a minute. The the interesting thing about the schedule I thought you were going to bring up was that they played the Jets two games in a row. That was going to be my next thing. They play them in the bye and then they play them again. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? (laughs) But I was looking at over. It's been a long day. You're right on the Rams and Chargers. (laughs) It is interesting that two LA teams are going to be playing in Miami in a week. Yeah. Uh, Well, it's now, now it's not as interesting as it was when I thought they were both playing. I'm looking at, I, I have these written as they're going to Miami, but that's all good. <laughs> uh, we're not perfect here. <laughs> no, of course not. So, but but they do they do play at the Niners and then at Denver, so it's two kind of West Coast teams. They'll probably stay out there. Yeah, I, I can see that they it would make sense that they would. I also think right. they have a pretty tough schedule too. Looking at it, yeah, so. oh, the, the, yeah, it's definitely not easy. So, so what do you got record wise for the Dolphins? I have them at four and twelve, and I think it's just because their record, their schedule. I think it's just really tough. You yeah, know what I mean? It is. Yeah, I can't argue four and twelve. So I wanted to give them more wins, but like if some of these games were flipped, like if they're playing Denver in Miami, I think they would win. Right. Denver's just a hard place to win. You know what I mean? Uh, right. I, I kind of like, I kind of think of an upset could be when Seattle comes to Miami. I think that could be an upset game for them. So. That, that would be interesting. Yeah. But that's all I have on their schedule. Okay, yeah, I, I have them a couple games better than you. I have them at six and ten. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That might be a stretch a little bit. The schedule is tough. I had a couple games I was back and forth on, but I went with six and ten. Do you have them beating New England both times? I have them splitting with New England. Okay, me too. Me too. I was curious yeah. what you were gonna have there for them. So. I actually have them splitting with every team in the division. Uh, I do not. I have them losing two to Buffalo, right? I have them I, with the what, Jets and New England. Yeah, I have them winning against Buffalo in Week Two. Okay, just think the the Miami Heat might be tough for the Buffalo down there in the early September. You know? Yeah, I considered that. So, like I said, yeah. there, I told you that before that there was two teams I had where I redid their schedule, their records, and this is one of right. them. I originally had Miami at six and ten. So, yeah. So okay, and and and. I couldn't see a problem with four and twelve. I mean, this this team isn't isn't going anywhere right now, anyways. No, they're in rebuild mode, but they're they're heading in the right direction at the same Agreed. time. I, I I like what Brian Flores is doing down there. Yep, same. But but uh, DraftKings has the over under set at six and a half, so we were both under that number. Okay, that's Which a fair is number. Probably where I thought it should be. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was pretty fair. Yeah, that's definitely better than the Buffalo one. Yeah, I thought that was Buffalo one was way too low, but yeah, absolutely. All right. That being said, give me some overrated uh, Miami Dolphins. I again, I struggled to find an overrated on this team. Yeah, there was some of these overrateds on these teams are tough. Yeah, and I settled with Jordan Howard, and I don't even know if he's really overrated, right? (laughs) But I struggled to find somebody on this team. I like the Jordan Howard call. I do. He is definitely overrated. Yeah, he's not going to be but the best it, running backs on that team, but no, he 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 won't be by week two. Won't be playing much. Yeah, but the the Howard I have is Xavier Howard as the overrated player on this team. Okay, okay. I mean, That's good player. Weird. Good player. He's. I think he still gets talked about like he's one of the top three or four corners in the league, and I don't believe that to be true. Okay. That's I think at one point in time, two years ago, he might have been, but I don't think he's there anymore. Plus, he's got this suspension looming. and Yeah. I've heard people talk to him about the best 
one two combo in the league at corner with they might even Byron Jones. So and and, and they might and, and Howard might be a little bit of a stretch as overrated. I think he's a little bit overrated, not a ton. But yeah, and they got the rookie coming in corner. They drafted in the first round too. Yeah, don't ask me to say his name. Me neither. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> he's just the rookie. So <laughs> yeah, right. There's just a little a little note I wanted to to note in here about overrated players in the Dolphins. If you would have asked me this question last year, I would have said Devontae Parker. Okay, that I would have agreed. I think he was so good last year that he he deserves to be in the top five players that I took him. Way, I wouldn't even consider him for overrated. Okay, I didn't consider him overrated at all. I, he didn't even cross my my mind for it. Right. Well, I'm just saying, take a, a year removed from this. I think he would have been. I think you could consider him overrated. That's crazy. That is. Right. I just wanted to note that about him. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Because so actually, about, I have him as my underrated. So okay, there you go. I was going to ask you who's <laughs> underrated, Devontae? Devontae Parker is actually my underrated player. So I don't think he gets enough credit for how good he was last year. Uh, so I agree with that. You, you, I've talked about it a couple times already. I, I yeah. actually have another receiver on the team. I have Preston Williams as the underrated player. Okay, I, I can't be mad at that. I'm actually when you said Parker in your top five, it made me question if I should have him as underrated. So <laughs> it's another yeah, reason no, that, that threw me off. That that fits though. If yeah, if I if I think I'm that if I'm that high, I'm not, yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I don't so, think a lot of people would have Parker in their top five. No, I don't think so either. But I thought maybe I was just I was wrong on that one. But yeah, he's my underrated. And I like the Preston Williams call a lot. Yeah, I think Preston so. Williams has been great since he got there. I mean, he was he wasn't a a big time. Uh, I don't know, name receiver coming out of the draft last year. And he turned out just to catch everything and be great. He did get hurt yep. last year, which, which was kind of a disappointment, but it happens. He'll, hopefully he'll be back ready to go. Second best receiver on that team, right? Oh yeah, definitely. You like him better than Albert Wilson? Oh, absolutely. Those guys are him and Jakeem Grant are like gimmick guys. Yeah, true. True. And now they have Alan Hearns. Well, they had Hearns last year too, right? Yeah, right. Hearns is just a, not, not no, a big he, fan of him. He's just an average player. That's all. <laughs> Maybe slightly so, below. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. So, so who you got for breakout candidate here? I actually have Preston Williams as my breakout nice. candidate. I like it a lot. <laughs> I like how we're just going right around here. Yeah, oh, I like nice. Preston Williams a lot. Right. And and for me, I have uh, Mike Kosecki. Oh, I like that. I like I that a lot. And uh, I feel like I'm always talking up tight ends on this, but I was just gonna say, there's well talk about tight ends. Tight ends, I just. <laughs> but I, I think he he could t- develop into one of the best tight ends in the game this year, with the Dolphins. I mean, top five tight end. I think he has that much potential. Yeah, I agree. I like him a whole a whole lot. So, uh, I'm not surprised you put him there. Yeah, but I because you like tight ends this year. You're all I about know, them. The tight ends. Your whole team's gonna be tight ends. I'm gonna have like a. Seven tight ends on my fantasy team this year. <laughs> You're gonna be like the Bears or fantasy league. Yeah, except I'm gonna get good ones. <laughs> nice. I'm not nice. I'm not going after Jimmy Graham, okay? <laughs> uh that's oh, great. That's <laughs> so how about fantasy wise? Who you got for your sleeper on this team? I have Matt Burrito. So and it might be a little niner bias. I'm just a big burrito fan. Me too. I think he's gonna do great in Miami. I think they got a really good deal with that. I so. do as well. I loved it from the minute I saw it. Yep. I mean, what's the biggest knock on Burita? He always gets hurt or he fumbles? Fumbling problems last year, yeah. Fumbles. And hurt too, but I think he'll be all right, yeah. I do too. I, I, I absolutely love him this year for the Dolphins. Yep. I, big fan of that trade. So, All right, good. For both teams, the Niners didn't really right. need him, and Miami got a great back. Yeah, absolutely. Well, not a great back, but he could be. Yeah. It's another one of those win-win trades, oh. absolutely. But yeah, okay. So, uh, anything else? We didn't really talk about uh, Tua yet. What do you got on Tua? That's the biggest question, right? right. When's Tua going to be ready, or when are they going to play him? I mean, when you look at Miami, that's the question. I think so. Absolutely. I mean, I think they'll the big question. I think they would be they'll win more games with Fitzpatrick if he was to play the whole season. And if Tua played the whole season, maybe I'm wrong by saying that, but. I think two is going to have a little bit of growing pains, especially coming back from the the big injury. But I yeah, they'll be willing to let him take his lumps, so to speak. Yeah, 
That's fine. I don't think they need to. I think they're in a good position. They don't have to rush them back, rush them into it. You know what I mean? They got fit. Right. They're not really, they're still rebuilding. So I think they're in a good, a really good position with right. I Either way I they agree. go. I think if he's cleared to play week one, I think they should play him though. Just, yeah. just play him. What's the point of sitting him out? Just put him in there, let him play. Yep. Only if he's clear. He's got to right. be 100% if the, clear. If, if their medical staff clears him, then absolutely. Just play him. I mean, they're, they're not going anywhere this year anyway, yep. so just let him play. Yep. I, I agree 100% on yeah, that. They're not going to make a wild card. Maybe. I doubt it, though. <laughs> I always feel that way about rookie quarterbacks. So you got to just throw them out there and let them get used to the yeah, game, especially the, the speed of the NFL. They're not going to learn yeah, any other way. And the way these contracts are structured now, you have to win with the young quarterback. Oh, it's yeah, it's the key. You gotta win before they right. get big you can't paydays. Redshirt anymore? It doesn't. It doesn't. It puts your franchise behind when you do that. Yep. No, I yep. mean, if the if he's not medically cleared, then obviously you you don't put him out there. Yeah, and I don't think it's it would be a bad thing if he wasn't medically cleared. You know what I mean? Let him sit for yeah, some more right. games, and you're not really. Fitz isn't going to threaten to take the franchise no, away from absolutely Tua. Not and, and Fitz <laughs> knows that too. He's there to serve a role, and he has no problem being the backup. And I think he'll be good for Tua because he has he plays with a lot of heart. Oh, fit, yeah, so. I, I think he's a good guy to have there. Fits. <laughs> he's great, especially oh, with the beard and the. Uh, yeah, yeah, when he came out for that press conference <laughs> that time, that was great. Oh my gosh, that was amazing! <laughs> but what other notes you got on the Dolphins? Uh, I really like two of their linebackers in Baker and okay. McMillan. That was the other thing I had on them. I really like their linebackers. So okay, nice. I, uh, the notes I had, they have a below average offensive line. They, yep, I have the same thing. Talented team in the league, far from that. I wrote that down. And that they have the right coach for this team. I do like Flores a lot. I believe the players respond well to him. And mm-hmm. for once, there's some general optimism about the Dolphins, which normally doesn't happen. There's a direction. It's like we're not just going to be happy being six and ten to eight and eight, one of those records every year. Like we're going to rebuild the way you yeah. should rebuild. Yep. And there's actually, like I said, there's a direction that they're going, and you can yeah. see it. The so. other thing I noted was that I do like their free agent acquisitions: the Van Noy, the Byron Jones, the guys they brought in. I think they're going to be good team players. Yep. I love the Byron Jones yeah, pickup, and, and their secondary could actually be really good. Yeah, do you, what do you think of their D line? I I really struggled finding anybody decent in the D line. Yeah, no, there there there's a lot of a lot of holes in this roster, no question. Yep, but they have a lot of good young pieces in there. They just have to keep building. Absolutely. So, All right, much yeah. higher expectations for Miami now. But I'm done with Miami. If you are, me, me too. I've been done with Miami for like 30 <laughs> years now. But no, <laughs> you and my my I, dad both and my mom. Yeah, I'm kidding. I, I love the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, let's move on to the the. The, the team that has ruled this division for so many years, the good old Tom Brady-less New England Patriots, who last year went 12-4, and four, won the division again for like the 35th time. Bill Belichick is still there as head coach. He's got a 273 and 127 career record. That's crazy. Like, oh, my gosh, yeah. Now, five years of that was with Cleveland. So his, his New England record is 237 and 83, which I thought was even crazier. That's- that's insane. <laughs> and we all know about the, the six Super Bowls he won and the greatest coach of all time, and they're going to change the Lombardi Trophy to the Belichick Trophy and all that <laughs> stuff. We know, yeah, Belichick is great. I, I yep. think it's going to be extremely interesting to see how he performs this year without TB12. Yeah, this is this is going to be – this is a roster that – man, it's, it's, a, it's a confusing roster to say the least. Yeah, it, it definitely <laughs> is. I mean, I know you got a couple guys highly ranked in the division, but but give, give me the schedule breakdown. Any, any thoughts on the schedule that's crazy or just give me a record, whatever uh-huh. you want to do. I had them at 5-11. and 11. Okay. Uh, record-wise, nothing really stood out to me schedule-wise. So, Well, this is the team where they have back-to-back weeks in L.A., by the way. Is this the, okay? This is the team. All right, I knew there was one in here. Yes, yeah, week <laughs> week thirteen and week fourteen. They're at the yeah. Chargers and then at the Rams and then the Rams. Yep. Okay, I knew there was one in here. All right, yeah. so I'm not completely losing my mind. Yeah, and they're fun. that was a nice that was nice by them to schedule them that See way. That? That yeah, and then nice. they follow it up with the third road game at Minnesota, which is really interesting. <laughs> so that's interesting. 
but but they have. Back- I like that. I knew there was one in there. Okay, I was. I thought I was going crazy, but so yeah. Th- this this team you you said five and eleven, correct? Yes, five and eleven. Okay, I have them at one game worse at four and twelve. No, wait. Well, you said Minnesota. You meant Miami, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Is that Miami? Yeah, I think it's Miami. You were throwing oh, me. I, I was looking at my table. Yeah. I don't know why. It looks like I wrote Minnesota. That's my bad. I called it Minnesota. So that's pretty interesting, though. There's two in, two in L.A. and then back all the way back to, to the East to Coast. Miami, so. yeah. I'm sorry about that. No, that's fine. I was just making sure I wasn't losing my mind again. Some Sometimes my, my notes aren't the easiest to read. I know. I write them down so fast. Uh-huh. I don't write very neat. Yeah. <laughs> But but yeah, you so. you have them at five and eleven. I I went four and twelve. Okay, and I fair enough. I struggled to get to four. Yeah, struggled. Yes, me too. I was like, I can't really put them <laughs> down to, with two wins, but that's what I wanted to do. Two wins. Me too, and I have them have a really rough stretch in the middle of the schedule. Right, but yeah, but yeah, four and twelve. I was like, this team was. It's just it's not a good team. I don't like the roster at all. Twelve and four to four and twelve. That's amazing. That is amazing. But Brady's not going to help Tampa at all, though. Yeah, <laughs> no, I guess not. I, I think I don't know how this team got twelve wins last year, and I don't. I just don't. I don't know. I agree. Their I defense was amazing. That's all it was. Yeah, but even looking at the defense, I'm not overly impressed with that defense. Right. I think it's more Belichick's coaching on the right. defense. I mean, they have a good offensive line. Other than that, I think the rest of the team is terrible. Really? You don't like their secondary, I mean, huh? Secondary's all right. Yeah, that, that's the one thing I noted about all these teams. They kind of have good players in the secondary. Yeah, agree. That's division. one thing I noticed, too. Yeah. But other than so. that, I don't like anything else they have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there with you, and that's why I struggle to get in the five wins, too. So. Yeah. But, okay, yeah. that being said, let's get into some overrated players here. All right. I have the what I believe is the most overrated receiver in the NFL, and that's Julian Edelman. Uh, I have the same exact guy. <laughs> I don't even think it's close. I yeah. Don't. yeah. It'll be interesting to see how he is without Brady. Yeah, I, I just I don't see it. I don't even think he's the best receiver on that team. But no, I won't get too much into something. that. That saying <laughs> something really is. So just, I don't want to get too to... much into it, but just to note, I, another guy I put on there was Dante Hightower. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he crossed my list. Not not so. a big believer in him, but at least thought he was a little overhyped. And it's scary that he's the best linebacker on that team, and we both think he's overrated. Right. I, just, <laughs> I, I don't really have much good to say about this team, to be honest with you. No, I struggled to find some other players for yeah. these other ones, too. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, give me an, an underrated player. I struggled with underrated, and I, I feel weird saying he's my underrated because he was in my top five, but I have the guard, Tunney. Okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. No, Maybe fair. he's an offensive lineman. I don't know. I just yeah. don't think he yeah. gets enough he's credit. Not, I agree. He definitely doesn't get the publicity that is deserved or earned, but he's still just a guard. They're never going to be talked about, you know? Yeah, I just didn't see anybody else on the team that – stuck out to me as underrated because I didn't think anybody else was really that good. <laughs> yeah, it, it was tough. Believe me, I, I struggled on this one as well. The player I settled on was the cornerback, J.C. Jackson. And to be totally honest with you, I don't really have all that much to go on by that. Okay. Well, I think he played well in, in the opportunities he got, but he's still the third cornerback on the team. I don't think that's going to change. But I didn't like – I had nothing else to really say underrated on this team. Oh, that's interesting because he's my breakout player on this team. Okay. So you you led right into that. I like how you did that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> anything anything you want to add? Uh, no, I just – I like him. I, I think he's got talent. He's behind two really good corners. So yeah. they could be a good right. slot guy for them. But Yeah, he's probably a better breakout candidate than underrated player, but I didn't have anybody else for underrated. I really it was didn't. really tough. Yeah. But for me, for breakout, I have the same guy for breakout and fantasy sleeper, and it's wide receiver Nikhil Harry. Okay, I think fair. That was, I think that was a pretty easy one. I, I didn't really struggle with that. But I went both. I was just like, let me get off of these players. I'm just going to pick one guy and give him the bolt. <laughs> but, I mean, Harry has the talent. The only thing that scares me is the quarterback situation and the lack of talent around him. Yeah. But if there was a sleeper on the team, I guess it could be him. Yep, that's my sleeper too. So I, I okay, agree with you 100. Yeah. percent 
Yeah, I, I thought it's crazy that was how we agree one. on so many sleepers. Yeah, it's funny how we we have the same basic names most of the time. Yeah, and we're not looking. We don't know any of this. We're just just the first time I'm hearing yours, and right first time you hear mine. So, well, interesting. Uh, okay, quick so note: I, I almost I forgot to uh, mention yeah. about my overrated. I almost put okay. Sonny Michelle as overrated. Okay, so I wouldn't argue with you list. there. So. Yeah, no, I wouldn't argue with you there. I I I, I agree. I would much rather have James White in the game than Sony Michelle. Yeah, hundred percent. So that's why he was he was on my list for overrated too. But fair enough. Yeah, I agree. I don't think having Sony Michelle is going to make them any better this year. No, not at all. And obviously, the big question with them is quarterback. What are they going to do? Right. Is it Stidham? Or is he eventually going to go to Hoyer? Like, what's going to happen? I don't know. Are they going to bring somebody else it, in? Is it possible that they bring one a free agent in? Right. Yep, I'm thinking of two of them, but I, we don't have to bring them up. <laughs> uh, no, go ahead. I, I'm interested to hear. I think I know which two you're going to bring up, but go ahead. Uh, I think Cap. I think he will get one, and I, I think Cam Newton could be the other guy. So Yeah, Kaepernick and Cam Newton, right? Yep, I'm surprised Cam's not on a team, to be honest with you. Me too. He's, I think he's weighing his options. I don't know that he really has much options, but he seems like the perfect fit. Both of them seem like a good fit in New England because New England can handle – any kind of right. media attention that gets sent their way, Belichick will handle it. So, yeah, I, I, I guess I, I don't see either one of them getting signed there, but maybe. Yeah, I think I don't know. I That's think what Cam, I was thinking. It's better than what they have. Right. Oh, I agreed. Uh, I think Cam before Cap. To be honest with you. Yep, I know. I know you. I know how you feel about Cap, the football player. <laughs> no, <laughs> not even going that far into this, but I just think Cap is going to be better served to be in a backup role. Okay. Fair enough. To come in as not as a starter after not playing for what three years. Yeah, no, that's I. That's fair enough. I could see a team like Seattle signing Kaepernick. Okay, being a, being a backup to Russ, something like that. Yeah, I I couldn't argue. I can't argue that he's been out for way too long. So. Yeah, that, that, something to that extent, maybe Arizona or something. You know, something where he could be a, a backup quarterback. I don't think he could come in to be a starter. Yeah. Now I know you you thought this the whole time too. I really thought this is where Andy Dalton was going to end up. Yeah, right. Me too. So I thought I thought for sure he was going there. I was really surprised they didn't sign anybody. So yeah, right. But that's all yeah, I have on yeah. the quarterback situation. How about any anything else to note? Uh, I like I said, I like Harry. I kind of like Jacoby Myers as well. Um, really, nothing on their defense besides their secondary. I don't know how this team was so good last year defensively. Right, blows my mind. <laughs> Belichick's going to have to work some magic, really, if they yeah. want to be a playoff, be some kind of a playoff contender. When I went into this, I thought for sure I was going to be breaking down a really good defense in New England, and I just I don't see it. So right, right. Uh, yeah, secondary I, again. Secondary is the best unit I I believe on this team. Yep, agreed. You know, I, the 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 note I forgot to mention earlier was the DraftKings over and under set at eight and a half for this team. That is wow. So they don't think they're any better than they're any worse than Buffalo. It's crazy, right? I, I'm blowing. <laughs> what am I missing? I don't know. Maybe it's the Belichick. But really, I mean, I agree that that a head coach is really important. But with these with this roster, I don't see how you could win eight games. I don't. Yeah. I. Then again, the only difference from this year to last year was Brady. Right. So I mean, if you looked at this roster last year, you think you would, if we did this last year, you think you would have had him at how many wins they had? I know it's crazy that that one guy <laughs> makes that big of a difference. Yeah, I don't know, something's not right, but 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 we are talking about like the best quarterback of all time, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. And arguably, if you, I was arguably, just saying, if you want to say he's not, then he's in at least in the top five. If you if you really want to stretch, but you can't put him any further than that. You know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. You can't put him outside your top five. So yeah, just if this team makes the playoffs, I'll be shocked. If this team makes a playoffs, Belichick's the greatest coach of all time, hands down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly think Belichick is doing this on purpose. He's losing, he's tanking. I think he's not trying to build a strong roster this year to lose to get a, one of the top picks in the draft next year. Okay, which is different strategy for New England. They usually trade out of the first round. So that's right. I, I think this is all gonna be by design. Yeah. I think he's gonna end up with Trevor Lawrence next year and then they're gonna win for another fifteen years. My gosh, they need to lose for a while first. Be like a normal uh, thing, guys. <laughs> right? So 
But I think this is part of his evil plan. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. It, that he's just going to lose for a year. Evil genius. Wouldn't shock me. Yeah, yeah. All so. right. I had enough talking about the Patriots. I don't know about you. Yeah, me too. I'm done on New England. But let's let's go on to everybody's favorite team from New York. Kidding, Giants fans. Let's talk about the Jets here. Uh, Jets last year finished seven and nine. Adam Gase is the head coach. Came back again. He's got a thirty and thirty four record in one playoff appearance, which happened when he was with the Dolphins. So, Jets schedule. Anything good to say about it? Uh, nothing really on the schedule. Um, I do have them at six and ten, but I don't really have anything on their schedule. It nothing stuck out to me. I mean, besides the playing Miami by week, Miami, but. Yeah. We kind of talked about that already. Right, right. That's it's still interesting, though. It is. It's very interesting. But, but yeah, so so you had them at six and ten. Six. I just realized that I had nobody in this division getting better than last year. They were either the same or worse. Okay, so. fair enough. Yeah, and this this division's a different kind of division. It really is. Yeah. There's the the there's three teams I think clearly at the bottom. I have the Jets, by the way. I'm sorry, at four and twelve. Okay. Okay. I had them originally at four and twelve. Remember I told you there was two teams I switched on. Right. After looking at their team, I actually gave them a couple more wins. So. Okay. Yeah, I've been 4-12. and 12. I think the three teams are clearly at the bottom, and I think the Bills are easily the best team in the division. Yeah, I think this is the first division we did where there's like a, easily a number one team in the division. Oh, yeah, definitely. So. But is, yeah, I just don't see many wins for the Jets going through the schedule. I really don't. Okay. I think, they could, I think they could easily start 0-8. Really? Okay. I, I do. I I could do. I have them beating Denver. Right. But I could see where I could see that though. Like I mean, if if they go zero and zero and eight, zero and seven, zero and six, even I think Adam Gase is gone. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And I mean, it's tough. They're at Buffalo, San Francisco, at Indy, Denver, Arizona, at the Chargers, Buffalo, at Kansas City. I mean, they could easily go zero and eight. Absolutely. I have them winning two games in there, but they absolutely can go right zero and eight. So it wouldn't surprise me. And that's for this team. I really did. <laughs> I can see why you put them at home and hate to start. That's... <laughs> I did. I don't. I haven't won in one of those games, but that's it. I haven't started one and seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've been winning week Fair five. Enough. Week five against Arizona, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to pick them to beat Arizona or Denver, but I picked them to beat Arizona. Okay, I was the same way, but I picked them to beat Denver. Okay, I think yeah. Arizona's the better team. Okay. Fair, so. enough. Fair enough. But yeah, I, I really crazy. struggled to find wins for this team. I did. Yeah. I. I did until I looked at the roster because I think their roster is better than I thought it was. So. Okay, good. I had the opposite thought on the roster. Okay. I thought, yeah, this, roster, this, be an interesting debate then. this roster is bad. That's what I thought. I was thinking, I mean, they're Jamal Adams and a bunch of guys that aren't very good. Okay. All right. I have a couple a couple guys in there I think are better, but we'll talk about them okay, after yeah, we do absolutely. our Let's Okay, our stuff. let's do overrated, underrated, then we'll start there. Oh, before. Before we do that, what did uh, oh, DraftKings give them? Forget about that one because I have it on, over here on the side. Uh, DraftKings has over under set it. Okay. Which was the same We're both as, under that. Yeah, we're both under that, which was the same as the Dolphins. Okay. They had the Dolphins and the Jets at six and a half, and they had the Patriots and the Bills at eight and a half, which I thought was interesting. That is. That's, I can't believe Buffalo is New England. Blows my mind. Yeah, I, I can't. <laughs> I think the New England under – Eight and a half wins is the easiest bet I think you could possibly make. Yeah, ab- absolutely. That and Tampa not going to playoffs, but anyway. uh, <laughs> I had to throw that in there. <laughs> nice. But yeah, okay, we're done. We're not talking about New England anymore. Uh, let's no, give some overrated players here for on the Jets. I thought it was the easiest over. Well, second easiest overrated on the in the division. I think it's Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I'm right there with you. That's my guy. <laughs> I thought it was. It wasn't as easy as Edelman, but it was right there. So yeah, agreed. I have nothing else to add. I just, I was never a big fan of his in Pittsburgh, and you know how we both feel about running backs. So you, you put me onto that, but yeah, I know that Le'Veon Bell. Sure, he's talented, but what, he averaged like three point two yards a carry last year in the Jets. Yeah, it's it's nothing impressive. Nothing that for no. what he's getting paid anyway. Without without talent around him, he doesn't do anything. Yeah. So agreed, hundred percent. His his good years in Pittsburgh had a bunch of really good players around him. So. Oh, he did. He had he had Antonio Brown and Big Ben. You're right. Yeah, makes a big difference. 
He was the third of the killer bees, or the big bees, whatever they call them. Right, the killer bees. Yeah, they're they're. He was really bad last year. I don't see him getting any better this year. Me either. Me either. All right. That being said, who you got for underrated? I have Poole, the defensive back, who I like a lot. So okay. Uh, I think he was actually like a top ten corner ranking last year. So. I, yeah, I'm with you. The the. Like I said before, the secondaries with these teams were, were the best parts of all these teams, I believe. They are. I was, It's one thing they had in common. <laughs> it was right. It was weird. It was okay. a weird division, yeah. So. Yeah. So I secondary players, my underrated, I have Marcus May, the safety. Okay. Yep. I like and that I call. Think, you know, all the talk is about Jamal Adams and how good he is, and rightfully so. So make tends to get overshadowed, you know? Yeah. Agreed. I I have thought about him, so I actually have notes on him down here too. Okay, good. Yeah, that was in good safety. But yeah, these uh, secondaries in this division were were a lot better than I thought than I I thought they were going to be. I don't know. I was a little surprised by that. Yeah, the strongest probably overall position in the division. Yeah, which is, is not something you would expect. I don't think. No, not at all. So, how about breakout candidate? All right, breakout is my second quarterback. I have Sam Darnold as breakout. I have Sam Darnold as well. Go ahead. I like Darnold. I do. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. Give me Darnold over Baker. Okay. So there's a little hot take for you. That's a a, a bold statement. I I like it. Give me Darnold over Baker. I'll I'll take it. I think if you swap them, I think Cleveland's clearly better with Darnold than with Baker. Okay. Fair enough. I, I like that that argument. I was going to say with Donald's weapons and Baker's weapons, I don't think it's going to be close. But if you swap them out, I got you. Yeah. That, okay. That makes sense if you say it that way. That's how I meant it. So. No. No. I agree. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I agree. If you put Donald on Cleveland, he. I, I got you. Yeah. Baker's clearly got the better targets. Yeah. Better so I was like, I don't think Donald's going to have a better year than Baker <laughs> this year. I really don't. But but I understand what you're the point you're trying to make. But I do think he'll have a good year, and I think he has a really good sleeper receiver on his team. So Okay, nice. I, I, I was definitely interested to hear that. The note I had about Darnold, like, if, if not this year, then when? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's got to be now, years, right? How many years? We gonna, I know Darnold's still really young and everything. I, I understand that. But, I mean, at one point in time, you're going to have to play good, right? Yeah, he's no older than 24, right? No, I think he's when he was drafted, he was real young. I don't know the exact age, but I think he's still young, though, yeah. Yeah, he's younger than 24, I think. So Right. I think he's the same age as Burrow, to be honest with you, and this is his third year. Yeah, okay. I think I saw something about that. So. Yeah, that's I think him, I think. Burrow, and Baker are all like the same age, I think. Right, right. Something similar like that, yeah. Yep, okay. But, yeah, that was all I really had about Darnold. Yeah, I, mean, he, I, I, I had the Baker comment. That's it. Right. At, at some point in time, he's got he's to gotta play good. Yep. I, mean, I, don't, I, don't I mean, he might he... get another bye this year because they don't have the great weapons around him. Yeah, so. true, true. And he's stuck with Adam Gase. God, I can't stand that coach. I know, right? I don't know how many, <laughs> how many if he's still seeing ghosts or not. I'm not sure. So <laughs> He will Did be you... those first eight games he'll be seeing ghosts. That's for I know, sure. right? Did you... speaking, <laughs> speaking of the, the, the microphones on the players, did you see where the Deshaun Jackson said if there's not going to be any fans, he wants to have mics on all the players? Oh, that that would be very interesting. <laughs> I don't know if I like it. Or not. I was. Be like... <laughs> I, I'm on the fence on whether I like that or not. I'm not sure. Yeah, that'd be very interesting to see. We're here. It, it, there'd be a lot of bleep outs on TV. Oh my gosh, you probably wouldn't be able to put anything together what they're saying. So right. Bleep outs. <laughs> so. Okay. Now that I got we sidetracked there. Uh, who you got for fantasy sleeper on the Jets? I have Denzel Mims, the receiver. Okay, the rookie. The rookie, yeah. I really like him. I think okay. he could be – I think he'll be their number one, I think, because I really don't think they have anybody else besides Crowder. So, right. I'm a big fan of his. You, you don't like uh, Perryman? I'm not a big fan of Perryman, no. No. Okay, I know he's uh, kind of like, like, like a Robbie Anderson because he's a speed deep threat guy, but I, I don't know. Never a big fan right. of him. He's been a, a, a pretty big bust so far, yeah. Yeah, so – Okay, good. No, I mean, I, I, I actually have Mims noted as my secondary fantasy sleeper. But the the one I wrote was Jamison Crowder. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I just think he's going to get targets on top of targets on top of targets. And if he's going to do anything with them, I'm not sure. But I think he's going to have all the opportunities 
Did you consider him for your underrated at all? No. Okay. To, I, I didn't. I, I was pretty sold on, on someone in the secondary. Okay. Yeah, they don't underrated. get enough credit for their secondary. And right. Yeah, that was pretty – right. But, no, I didn't really consider Crowder. I like Crowder. He's just a possession kind of slot receiver, but he's going to get so many targets. He is. He really will. I think he makes, makes for a good daily play a lot of weeks during the yeah. season. I think he's a better daily play than a season long play. I mean, yeah, let, maybe it, if you're in a PPR, you could he'd be a good season yeah, guy. Oh, definitely PPR because he could get ten catches, eighty yards, and two touchdowns in a game. That'd be great for daily. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's who I had for my fantasy sleeper. Okay, I like it. I can't be mad at that. I think one of, one of the receivers has got to be good, right? Yeah, if we I both mean, have Darnold as our breakout guy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got to do something. I, I don't I don't just don't see a lot of talent on this team, but yeah, I see more talent on the defense than I do the offense. Okay, so so what what other notes you got on them? Then go ahead. Uh, I know I had Bell as my overrated player, but I right. think the Frank Gore signing could help them, and it could help Bell if he's willing to listen. You know what I mean? I think oh, Gore could be a good more a good mentor towards him. So I think I think that's highly underrated signing for them. So okay, I I, I questioned the signing from Gore more than them signing Gore. Yes, I agree. I wish Gore would sign with a championship caliber team. He, you know, what I mean, because he doesn't in, have a ring. He should have stayed in Buffalo. I mean, yeah, I agree. He made sense in Buffalo. He's trying to get to all the teams. He'll be in New England next year. Oh, I don't know about that. That team is bad. <laughs> He set up every division, every team in that division. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree. He could definitely help Le'Veon Bell, no question. Yep, that was my big takeaway on the on the yeah, court I mean, side. Somebody who's been in the league for twenty years has to be a good locker room guy, right? Right, and you never hear anything bad about him, and he could still produce. He still plays hey, good. A couple more years, he'll be the, the number one rusher of all time. Let's go. You know how I think. Hall uh, of Famer. I don't think. He, <laughs> I mean, Hall of Fame is a good question for Frank Gore, though. He's got to get it, though, right? Yeah, I think so. I, mean, I know your opinion he is, but from a, from a non-biased opinion, I think he still gets in. Yeah, I know some people don't, but. <laughs> he, he's going to, where is he now, fourth overall? Yeah, fourth or third. He's really close yeah, to third. He's I like believe, a thousand so. yards away from third, I think. Yeah, like. I mean, he's not getting a thousand yards this year, but. <laughs> no, it would have to be. He'd have to play like six more seasons to get to Emmett Smith's number, so he's not getting there. No, he's not. But for it to be a top five, and no matter how many years he played, to be in the top five, that's got to be Hall of Fame caliber. Oh, I, I think he's going to get in, too. It'll be a great day when he I does. I don't think it's a slam dunk, though. No? I don't. I, I do. I remember having arguments back in the day about who was better, him or Steven Jackson, So when they were both in, in the West. Okay, yeah. So. I was never a big Steven Jackson fan, so I would have went Gore. Yeah, obviously I went Gore, but... Yeah. Then Sean Alexander, I think, was the other guy in the division. Sean Alexander had a couple really good years. He did. He did. He didn't last very long, though. No. I think we're, we're getting off topic. We're going we're yeah, we're, we're calling it to Sean Alexander. Okay. <laughs> uh, what other notes you got here on the Jets? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's great. Uh, I, I like their defense. I, I don't know. I like their defensive line. I can't say the one guy's name. Baduski. Yeah, okay. McClendon. I like Quentin Williams. I think he could be. A candidate for a break. I think you could have a good bounce right. back here. They, they, I guess they have potential on defense. Yeah, I love their. I think they have the best linebacker core out of the division. Maybe with them oh, in wow. Buffalo, I think they're right there with T.J. Mosley. I like Cashman. Oh, they got that guy from Baltimore, Anna Wasser. Okay, that came over. So I, I like their secondary. Mosley, I think was he hurt last year? Mosley got hurt. Yeah, yeah. I like Mosley a lot. I think he's a good linebacker. And then their secondary, like you said. Think yeah, a good I think their secondary is the best. I think Mosley used to be a good linebacker. I'm not sure he's still there anymore. Is he? I think he's still young. Maybe I'm reading it wrong, but I thought he was only like he, 27, 28. He might still be young, but I think he's had a couple injuries, and I don't know. I, I would I would tend to put him in the overrated category, but okay, he's okay. okay. I, 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 that's all he is for me. Okay, uh, and I'm, I don't think their D line is all that great, but they do have potential, like you said. Uh, Adam Gase is awful. Yeah, that's my biggest worry with this team is, is Adam Gase in the offense. But and I mean their their wide receiver core is 
is underwhelming at, at best. I mean, Perryman is your number one receiver. I'm not buying it. I mean, yeah. Mims is a rookie. What do you really know about him? And Crowder's just a little slot guy. The tight end is not nothing to write home about. I question their skill position players, really. Yeah. Crowder's a, a reliable receiver. Yeah. So, but he's not a big, but, big time receiver. No, he's not going to take you to the. The, NF- the AFC Championship game or anything like that. No way. No. They went with Mark Sanchez, so you never know. But they had a better team. Hey, but they, they had a lot of the talent on that team, too, though. Let's not forget. They also had a better head coach. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I put this was just another underwhelming roster. That's what I thought. Yeah, I was more impressed with their defense than I thought I was going to be. So Okay, fair enough. So That surprised but, me a but lot. Yeah, I think this division is clearly the Bills – and if they don't win it, it'll be a huge disappointment for them. But would it shock you? Because it is the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> no, it wouldn't shock me. But, I mean, they were good last year, and there's no way they're going to be worse. Yeah. No, they were I was, I, They were one of my favorite teams going into the playoffs last year. So Yeah, they didn't really lose any notable players. No, and they got a, a true number one receiver. So Yeah, and Allen's got more experience. I don't know. I think McDermott's an underrated coach. Yep, agreed. I like McDermott you know I mean? a lot. Speaking so. of coaches, let's let's give our, our, our top four ranks of coaches here. I think this uh, is fairly easy as well. Okay. You want me to go four through one? Yeah, go ahead. Just just run through your four. Number four, I left blank. I'm not putting Adam Gaze on my list. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, okay, I got a question for you. Before you go on, uh, if you had to choose a coach, and they had uh, Adam Gaze over there on the left and Matt Patricia over there on the right, who are you taking? Uh, I'm just turning around and walking away. <laughs> you quit? <laughs> quit. <laughs> Somebody else could be the GM. <laughs> That's funny. Come on. Out. You pick one. Uh, pick one. Patricia. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were going to say Gase, but okay. Yeah, good. No. I at least rank Patricia. I, I don't know about Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, I mean, Gase, Gase had a playoff appearance. Patricia has like, I, won like six games total. Yeah. In all, he's my number four in all series. I didn't really leave it blank, but... No, no, I'm just kidding. I know you did, but go ahead. Continue with your rankings. Uh, I struggled with three and two because I really like Flores a lot. But right. uh, McDermott has the better team, and he's been in the playoffs, so I went with him at two, Flores at three. And then, obviously, Belichick at one. I don't think that's a question. So No, obviously, Belichick is number one, especially easily in this division. Yeah. But I'm with you. I have Gase four. I have Flores three. McDermott, who I think is extremely underrated, I thought he should have got some consideration last year for Coach of the Year, to be honest yeah. with you. You should have put Imager underrated on the team. I, I thought of it. No, I didn't give it any thought, really. But that would have been interesting. But underrated. Uh, Sean McDermott. Wait, what? <laughs> I would have no, been I on really board with like, it. I really do like McDermott. I think the, I think those players play for him, play hard for him. And, and Belichick is obviously number one. It's yeah. a waste of time to even try to argue it. But I thought the overall, real conversation I, was two and three. Right. So. Yeah, and, and I mean, I love Flores. Flores is – is the future. I, I, I like everything he stands for. Big fan. Yep. And McDermott seems like the perfect coach for a Buffalo team. He really does. Yeah. Like that's the guy you want to coach Buffalo, right? Yeah. I'm so, not sure exactly what that means, but it's true. I know. I can't put a finger on it, but it's just, it right. Makes sense. I mean, so. it's like the, the blue, the blue collar type guy. Yeah, it, it does. It makes sense. It's funny though. So, but man, that was easy. The head coach was the easiest part of the, the, the rankings. Oh, the, 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 that was, the, the head coaches have been pretty easy so far, I think. I don't think we even were different on any of them so far. Yeah, there hasn't been a struggle yet, and I don't know when we would get to a struggle. I'm trying to think off the yeah, top of my head. I, I, when we were, before we started doing this, I thought it would be interesting, but it was actually very simple and, and pretty obvious. Yeah, we have three divisions left and just running through them. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe, no, We might be. disagree – I don't know on one of them, but I don't think we will. It'd be like a like a two three type thing, right? Yeah, we'll have number one on every division. I, I would guarantee. Um, here's my call. We're going to disagree in the NFC West on a two three. Okay, so maybe we'll see when we get there. I didn't even I'm trying to take this one division at a time. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Because <laughs> no, I just I, thought of it in my head. I think that's the one we're going to disagree okay. with on two and three. Fair enough. So I think there's a clear four and a clear one. So we'll see. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get there. Spoiler for two episodes from now. Bam. Cliffhanger. Yeah, what it is? Two episodes. Three <laughs> episodes from now. Three episodes. That's right. That's right. That'll be the, that'll be the last one. NFC West. But 
I didn't do that on design. You? We didn't do that on by design either. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, this was an interesting division, AFC East to say the least. Yeah, it was the easiest one to decide who the best team in the division was oh, by far. Definitely. So by far. Yeah, it, I, I struggled to get some wins for these guys. I really did. Yeah, and I struggled with the overrateds on this in this. For two of them anyway, like those right. overrated, underrated. For some of those teams are really tough in the breakouts. Right. It's but, tougher than you think it would be. It's not that easy. <laughs> no, it really isn't. And and I spend more time than I really want to when I'm doing this. I, I each time I'm like, okay, this will only take me a few. And then I'm in there a half hour, forty five minutes. I'm like, I only broke down one team. I'm a good hour into one team. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> I try to do one team a day, so yeah, I'm not right? like overloading I, myself. Right. I agreed. So. But yeah, no, good stuff, man. Uh, Next time, next episode, we'll hit you up with a little uh, NFC East, which is always an interesting division. Yep. Very interesting. Lots of different uh, opinions on those four teams, of course. Yeah, this will be fun. But yeah, sounds good. So till next time, we'll we'll hit you guys up with the NFC East Overripe Banana Sports Podcast. Signing out. Thanks for listening to the Overripe Banana Sports Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Bananas Overripe. And like us on Facebook by searching Overripe Bananas Sports Podcast.